Welcome back. This is Pastor John Perling at Faith Evangelical Lutheran Church together with Ron Hinchman. We're walking through the the uh, gospel according to Paul in the book of Romans and uh, and uh, taking it through with the study guide that Charles Gieschen put together for Concordia Publishing House that's uh, still available these days as well. But we're taking it uh, verse by verse a little bit and question by question and, and just thinking through how the uh, the uh, the work of Paul in Romans gives us a, a wide range of uh, of access to getting to know Jesus. Uh, questions that he answers and questions he asks that gives us a chance to uh, to walk it through together. Uh, today we're picking up again with chapter one, verses one to seven. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you, who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The question today, how might this effort by Paul influence your efforts for peaceful work in your congregation? Now this question picks up the idea that he wants to bring the congregation in Rome gather. They have uh, a lot of different backgrounds. We talked about last uh, episode about some felt like they were fully enculturated. They were kind of on the inside. They were the folks who were part of the Jewish culture from, from the beginning. And now they were integrating the whole faith in Jesus Christ into what they already knew. They had the whole Old Testament background. And it seemed like any, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a strange fit, a new fit, some some things they hadn't expected, but there was a whole uh, of God working with them in the Old Testament that they cherished. Whereas the Christians who were coming from a, a Gentile background, they didn't have that kind of deposit of heritage from little on up, and there was a tension. There was a possibility of of cliques forming one to another. Should we do it this way? Should we do it that way? And so Paul's hope to bring them all together uh, and his to do that, how can that be a benefit uh, to a congregation today? How can that uh, influence how a Christian community would uh, treat one another in, in the 21st century? A lot of churches out there are kind of that, they do kind of work on that premise of, you know, we're the church and you're honored to come see us. No. But, and that's just the wrong way to look at it. The honor should be you welcoming them, yeah. bringing them into your fold, your family. Uh, I, I like to talk about the Ten Commandments because the Ten Commandments does focus a lot on love thy neighbor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the best ways Paul in, influences you is love thy neighbor. Mm -hmm. Welcome that stranger that's coming in. You know, they may not know. They just right. may not know anything. And 
and you have that us and them mentality, even in a church congregation, which we do see today, there is that us and them mentality. You bet. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I, I think it happens with the best of everybody. Mm-hmm. Best intentions are, aren't always really the best intentions. That's right. Because That's at right. the end of the day, it's God's intentions. And God's intention was to let you know, hey, I gave up my son for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to get out there. And that helps you with your work with your congregation. Get out there and see the people. Don't be afraid to talk about God. Paul, that's where he really influenced everybody. He wasn't afraid to go out there. He knew man, some days are just going to be terrible. <laughs> if, if you've got a, a family dinner planned and there's already conflict in the family, right? You've got a couple of brothers or you've got different sides in the family going after each other. You're not going to have a focus on your guest then if you're if you're focusing on the conflict, right? If you're it just as another way that it turns a congregation inside itself to be focused on focusing on each other and and forgetting about the person that they're supposed to be loving, the 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 guest that's in their midst, uh, they can't be thinking about hospitality if they're if they're fighting each other. Yeah. And that's that's why a lot of congregations should really avoid that. It happens. We know mm-hmm. it. It's it's just the the, the sinner in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best things I've ever heard is we're 100 percent sinner. We're 100 percent saint. And we are. Yeah. Yeah. And even in churches, you know, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. There's only one perfect individual ever. And we right. know who it is. That's Jesus. Called, yeah, called Jesus. Yeah. yeah. He kept he kept it the way it was. And Paul is trying to tell people that, yes, I know you're not perfect, but I'm going to welcome you anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm going to invite you to my house. You're going to meet my family. You're going to become part of my family. Right. And sometimes they did. I mean, look how long you traveled with Barnabas. Oh, yeah. No, they did. They got to be real family. Yeah, yeah. Staying in each other's homes and And, and taking care of each other. Right. Family, Family is not always, people always think family is blood. It's always blood. I, no, that's right. Adoption is a big deal as far as how Christians uh, get to know each other and, and create family. But even being yeah. adopted into the church, indoctrinated right, exactly. into the church is a family. This mm-hmm. is my family. It's one of the main reasons I stayed in this area. I retired here. It's mm-hmm. because of the church because I felt like it was part of my extended family. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a big thing is how that peaceful work that Paul started has continued on generations, generations. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, one person started it all by giving his life up for us on Calvary. Mm-hmm. And it just continued right. on. Yeah. And uh, I think it's really great. And I think a lot of times it's, you know, uh, everybody goes to church and, you know, pastor preach. And there's some pastors that are really good at it that draw people in. I think that's that influence that they have, that peaceful influence. And then there's some pastors that are great one-on-one, but mm-hmm. when they're up there on the, the podium, they kind of preach at you and not preach to you. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, mm-hmm. I think that's important too. I think that's a peaceful welcoming. When you come to a church, when I first came to this church, it was the story of the cripple being lowered into Oh, right Listen, in front of Jesus. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, through the roof. And, and, but the, yeah. but it was such a good sermon. It's really what brought me to this church. Okay, and, cool. And, yeah, and awesome. To learn how much that, how much I was not a Christian before. 
because my beliefs were totally different. And I'm really, you know, I think that's where that peaceful work is. We got to do the same thing. Grab mm-hmm. that person outside and invite them in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I laugh with when you have somebody parked out in front of a, a church parking lot and somebody will come out there and tell them to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. do you really want them to leave? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you afraid of for yourself or maybe they're just checking out the church? See, hey, is this the one I want to go to? And you just stop that. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul didn't do that. Right. Paul seen you out in that parking lot and he says, hey, you got any friends? Yeah, come on in. <laughs> right. Right. Let's be family. Let's, let's talk a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he uses Jesus as an example of of how that good deposit is given for the sake of sharing it with other people, right? So Jesus, he talks about as uh, according to the flesh, he was fully integrated into the whole Old Testament system. Uh, he was uh, the fulfillment of the prophets of the, of the scriptures of the Old Testament, descended from David, had all the criteria uh, in the Old Testament all, all, uh, all set out. But all of that was given for the sake of all the nations. It wasn't just for one. It wasn't just for one group of people. And so that example is given uh, by Paul to say, look, you've got this wonderful, the positive teaching. You've had experiences with, with the Lord that you are not just to uh, celebrate and, and incubate and just kind of steepen it yourself, it's a matter of uh, a gift to the rest of the nations. You have been created to be uh, a gift to all the people around you, uh, not just to say, look how great we are and, and what we've got. With, his, with Paul's letters, it, it amazes me that we've got so many different interpretations because he's pretty straightforward in his mm-hmm. letters on everything. And yet we'll be, different interpretations on what what he means and that does amaze me because why why are there so many interpretations is it yeah send us on the wrong path see clicks even forming around scripture yeah like exactly that. Yeah, there right. are yeah clicks that, and that's one of those things inside I think outside stuff paul's like hey you know but, but mm-hmm. we're not going to have clicks mm-hmm. we're going to be one big giant family mm-hmm. could you imagine the joy if everybody was on the same page right yeah yeah we wouldn't have people being martyred for their beliefs we'd had great just great times it would mm-hmm. be all great times and mm-hmm. people are like oh well you need a little bit of stress in your life do you because <laughs> paul was trying to eliminate that yeah even though he knew he knew it was going to be stressful on himself. It was very stressful on himself, but he was, he took up the challenge. We're going to talk in a little bit of a later episode how a peaceful, uh, strong congregation, a healthy congregation that sees itself in uh, as as servant of Christ becomes a ascending congregation, a, a congregation that uh, has influence with the people around them for the sake of the gospel. And uh, but first things first, in terms of, of making sure that the barriers that can rise up among Christian people are uh, are, are broken down, and uh, and that the Lord has uh, full sway over His people in His church, 
And, uh, and that piece can be a, an attractive thing for people of any background. Um, and, and Rome, the, the church in Rome, is a church that's gathering people from all parts of the whole empire. Uh, there's people from all uh, areas of the Mediterranean world in, uh, in, in first century Rome that, uh, that the Gospels is having its influence with. And so it's a, it's a great uh, test point for Paul's uh, hope that the gospel in Jesus Christ can actually unite people from different backgrounds. It, it's really kind of like the painting of the Last Supper, mm -hmm. because we know from the Bible that at the Last Supper, there was different individuals, doubters, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. traitors, mm -hmm. <laughs> believers, mm -hmm. deniers, mm -hmm. all there. And Jesus still said, come to my table. I think that's what Paul's doing. Paul's saying, come to my house, mm -hmm. come stay mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. And I think congregations need to focus on that. Come to my house, mm -hmm. come stay with me. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, if, if we could get more people to do that, yeah, right. I think society would just be a lot more better yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, so one of the things that you were talking about before as far as uh, how you got into this congregation was just the sense of hospitality Oh, yeah. That was a, a part of your experience, uh, even as a, a new Christian, as a new resident of the area. Um, and uh, that's something we want to keep going on because uh, we don't have a congregation that is full of long standing families that form cliques all by themselves because there is so much cool transition. And we want to leverage that uh, in the sense of welcome because we've all come from other places too. There's hardly hardly anybody who grew up in Pulaski County, Missouri in our little Pulaski County church. I think because we got like one or two, yeah, right? Everybody comes from somewhere else because of their experience through the military. And, and it's a huge and so retired forth. military community. Yeah. I think also part of it is, I, I blame it on the Holy Spirit. Yeah, He, he just told me that day that <laughs> it's time. time to go to church. Cheryl yeah. wanted to come check out a new church. She had grown up as a Lutheran. And I said, okay, I'll go with you sure. on a whim. And I, I was there from then on. You bet. You bet. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing this episode with us. We're going to uh, pick it up here again with uh, chapter 1, verse 7, with another aspect of that, uh, of that work that Paul's pointing to. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us.